I'm Leon. I'm Tegan. And welcome to Good Time. Not a long time. A weekly podcast where myself and Tegan discuss everything that's going on around us in the world and how inept we are at succeeding at the game known as life. We're going to split it into three segments. So we're going to have a general chat to begin with. Then we're going to discuss something interesting going on around us in the world. And then we'll finish it off with some deep thought at the end. So without wasting any time, let's get straight into the podcast. Um, so I would like a round of applause. For what? I have gone seven days. Seven days at a drop <gasps> of alcohol, everyone. Way! Yes! Way! Seven whole days. Life is really struggling when <laughs> we have to celebrate the fact that you, you haven't drank in a week. Joke. No, I'm not joking because it is true, but the thing is, I don't drink a lot, but no, right. <laughs> <laughs> Some people drink help? every night, do you know what I mean? Like, the thing is, I'm not an alcoholic, but if someone does invite me for a drink, I just can't say no. So, the problem is, is I just know a lot of people who like alcohol, and they invite me, and I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go. So, I'm not an alcoholic. She says, I think you are. Have you ever met an alcoholic? <laughs> I have. I'm talking to one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if I'm an alcoholic, fucking hell. I hate to think what James who sits on the bench every week, like every three seconds having a pint, you know, that that's an alcoholic, mate. The situation is when I get drunk, I don't just get tipsy. I have to get black. Like, I, I get, I just never say no. I just don't want to stop. <laughs> that's the problem. So it seems like I drink a lot, but I don't realistically. Like I'm not drinking often. I'm just drinking a lot when I drink. Right. And now I want to go back to you saying, oh, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not. After you've just, after you've just said that i just can't say no no i can say i can if i really really wanted to the thing is i, I don't really want to say no do i <laughs> exactly yeah do you know what, though? I, i've said it before and i'll say it again i have the best time when drunk i do <laughs> <laughs> my outlook is on life you can't feel? isn't oh i've got to get up another day my outlook in life is i am steaming life is great <laughs> i am living my best life you know that that's the situation until the next morning where yeah. you know you've got the got the headaches and do you know what i love the most is a lot of people when they're hungover are like i'm never drinking again and there's me you know what i will i will like i'm not gonna lie to you i will at least you're honest <laughs> you're honest about yourself I that's all that matters i have been up in some states and i've been like it probably will happen again to be honest mum i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> probably will won't it <laughs> i want to say it won't but it will <laughs> and I'll do it again I, I just love how chilled back Steph is about the situation like you you could probably come home absolutely steaming drunk and she'd just be like oh hello Tegan yeah to be how fair you? but that's because I think my mum trusts the people I go drinking with yeah you know like there was that one time that I spoke about the other week where um, I was so drunk had this three hours of my life I still to this day do not remember um, and I was like I'm just gonna walk home like I'm just gonna walk home and then my manager had to be like no, you're not walking home. <laughs> phone your stepdad or phone your mum. You need, you're not walking home. I don't know what it is when I'm drunk, but I just think, let's walk. Let's just walk everywhere. And that was the only thing I ever got in trouble for was saying I'm going to walk I home. Have re- I've realised after Spoons, when obviously we went to Spoons, we walked home. <laughs> let's just walk home. I love nip, getting, walking home. Nip love to it. McDonald's, li- nip to Mackey D's. And then I just, just think home. everything's really funny when drunk, isn't it? Do you know, like, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> like, me dropping my hamburger on, well, my cheeseburger on the floor, that was funniest. That wouldn't happen sober. And it was so <laughs> no. funny. I'm just, <laughs> just a mess, aren't I? But that's why my mum's kind of chill about it because she knows I'm looked after. You're in good company. Yeah. Good hands. I mean, looked after, but they are, you know, come on, so you can get your drink down, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> get down it down. It, down it. I'm actually slightly, well, am I? I was going to say, I'm actually slightly jealous of 
how close you are with your colleagues and how you could just like go out and get absolutely sloshed. But then I look at my colleagues and I think, nah, I prefer this. All I have to do is log on every day, say hi, and then log back off and then that's it. We that's do done. very different jobs. Like I can't explain a job in childcare is somehow, and I have noticed this my entire like childcare experience since the moment I stepped into my play, my very first placement, somehow you end up sharing your entire life story with these people. I don't know how it happens. We, we all say that you, you basically just go a bit mad in childcare, I think. And because you're with children who can barely have normal functioning conversations with you, it just somehow happens. It's a very close relationship in a weird way. I think it's also because of how stressful it is as well. Like they have yeah. that thing where you have that saying where, you know, you become closer when you put through traumatic experiences. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> and I would class your work experience as a very traumatic experience on a good day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but speaking of them, we have a few new listers, I've heard. <laughs> your work colleagues. <laughs> Hi, Elaine. Elaine. <laughs> Hi, Liz. I don't think Liz Hi, is really listening, you know. I think Liz actually... No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I was going to make a joke and say Liz has a life, but Elaine has a life too. She just also, oh no, I do love them all. I love everyone. Oh, bless. <laughs> that sounds a bit false. <laughs> the three people that like I go drinking with the most, it's like, I, they took me under the wing, you know? Yeah. So we have like, have. I, like I just love them. Like, and we've kind of been through the whole, this past year, well, since September, which is nearly a year, we went through it all together. I mean, yeah, Liz, there's been many ups and downs. Yeah. Liz did turn around and say she was like, um... So when did you start the podcast? I was like, well, a week before I got my job, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> the first podcast, I was like, I'm never getting a job. I'm just going to be <laughs> jobless. And then like, a week later, I got a job and she went, you could have just not accepted and you could be famous by now. I was like, if I got famous, then <laughs> mate, I would be cancelled every other day because I'd offend <laughs> someone somewhere. You'd be, yeah, you'd be cancelled on the first day you became a celeb. <laughs> I'd be getting death threats left, right, and centre. I'd be like, hey, hey. One day of fame. <laughs> the thing is, oh. like, sending me a death... This is to anyone who's going to hate on me in the future. Send me a death threat. Don't worry. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. See, this is what wow. I mean. This is what I mean. It's taking it too far already. <laughs> it is. It's just... No, I'm just saying, I've probably... Whatever you're telling me to do, probably already thought about at least once. At least. <laughs> <laughs> So it doesn't affect me. It's called build your walls high. Yeah. <laughs> bolt them. Add a gate, you know. Bolt that gate, you know. <laughs> feel nothing. The thing is, I don't get how I have the capacity to feel absolutely nothing. Like, but- literally, no feeling whatsoever. But then I will drop a pen and I'll be like, fuck, I'm going to do it. <laughs> this is my 33. I'm like, I'm, I'm off. I'm off. I don't know how this happens. Like... <laughs> you probably wouldn't guess that you're a nursery practitioner no like you work with children yeah no that's quite bad because i have a very dark sense of humor sometimes i realize that not everyone does yeah like yeah so i need to watch that a little bit like i've got to be careful you know on that one but they are funny like i I, everything i say is for comedic effects like (laughs) i don't know what to take serious in my own life Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'll come out and say things and be like, is that true or not? I just find it funny how I remember the like first few weeks or even first few months, you were absolutely petrified of these people. Or not petrified, you were on edge with them. Oh, yeah. Like, I have, me and Elaine have spoke about this so many times, like, at length, like, when, <laughs> when we're both drunk. Like, and she's like, did you, were you scared of me? I was like, you are really scary, Elaine, at first. Like, not to be funny, like, I knew that I pissed you off. And then she said to me, she said, there's one thing that really irritated me about you. And I'd tell you, you've done something and you go, I know. 
And it's like, well, if you fucking know why you're not doing it then. I mean, to be fair, I can see what she means. She's got a point. But I was so scared. I never wanted to admit I was wrong. Like I was, I did something wrong in front of her because I thought she'd go mad at me and like, like I'd, I'd be sacked. And I'd be like, oh. So I think I just got really nervous around her. And then I'd get all like clammy. And every time she was around and I did something, it would always go wrong. <laughs> Even simple things when people are watching you, you can't do it. Like it's a simple yeah. thing. That was like me with Elaine constantly. It was like she was around and I would just not be able to do anything. I'd like, I'd don't know what happened but I just couldn't and then I don't know how it happened but then she started she took me under her wing a bit and like kind of built my confidence up and it was it was sick to be fair and now we're a little team the uh amazing trio and a few others but again I only know about the trio well there's four of us actually if you include me oh yes could you've got what's her face (laughs) oof I forgot (laughs) Lee the other one Lee Lee. that one yeah oh wow Leon offensive sorry sorry it's just a weird like working in childcare is it's a weird vibe i can't explain it <laughs> it could ever be me i don't know how to explain i just yeah i just think sometimes you spend all day with these like children which sometimes they can be difficult just because they're children it's just what children are like do you know what i mean and like somehow mm. you're very vulnerable once you're like you know even mothers and fathers who have are like parents you know what i'm saying they get vulnerable and next minute you just confess yep. your life story uh again it's just because of the traumatic experiences you've got closer you bonded yeah well anyway it I was going to say in other news then, as if we were in the in what world section. No, but anyway, something very exciting is happening today. Ooh, well, it won't be today, will it? It's on Monday, so it's actually on Saturday. God, get it right, bestie. Yes, uh, sorry. Uh, so when this podcast is released, this would have already happened. But on Saturday, I'm doing a Twitch stream. And I'm very excited. I've spent the past couple of days to like set it all up. And, you know, there's been many ups and downs. The whole process in itself has been fun. Like, that's been absolutely great. You know, getting all like my Twitch assets and, you know, getting all like the decorations and stuff and putting everything together. That's been great. That's been fantastic. I've, I've enjoyed that part of it. The part that I haven't enjoyed is the actual technical side of things. Like, you know, setting up the microphone and setting up the camera and, you know, making sure that there's no lag or frame drops and testing and things like that like yesterday i spent the entire evening trying to figure out why on earth my camera wasn't connecting to the computer because um i'm using a dslr camera a bit extreme for a first stream but oh that rhymed get out now dr what's its face dr theroux dr theroux sorry What the Dr. Fuck was that? Yeah, right. But anyway, so because it's a DSLR camera, I have to connect it using like this Sony software. But the Sony software doesn't appear. You just have to trust that it's working. And anyway, I was going through the entire evening yesterday, just going, why on earth is nothing working? Why isn't the camera working? Why isn't the camera turning on? Turns out it was because my good old antivirus that came with a PC was blocking it. It was blocking the software because it thought it was a virus. I was like, no, it's not a virus. It's a DSLR camera, just please. And again, I felt quite defeated afterwards after that situation you might think oh you know you're probably happy that everything's working again but because of how simple the fix was i was just like why have i just wasted like over three hours on this so that was fun yesterday and then we had issues last night as well and this morning where i was doing some practice streams and my mouth was out of sync with the mic and then the game was out of sync with the in-game audio but then there wasn't any audio to track in the game on stream (laughs) so it's just been quite stressful but i am happy to finally get started uh, today how different lives we live i'm here celebrating the fact that i have been a a week sober (laughs) (laughs) and you're just like work hard you know play hard work hard play harder again this goes back to the original point how i don't get how we're friends (laughs) 
<laughs> I just don't get it. Like we live such different lives, but somehow we're just sick friends. I just Episode don't... two of the podcast, Ying and Yang, opposites oh. attract. That's basically just it. Can you believe we've been here for like forty-one episodes? It's mad. It's nearly been a year. You know what? We used to joke about having like dedication issues in the past. <laughs> But we have dedicated 41 weeks to this. Honestly. So that's something. It's the most commitment I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the girl's got commitment issues. Actually, what can I say? Actually, I did have a boyfriend for a whole year and a half. Oh, wow. What, in primary school? Yep. It's brilliant. Are we going to discuss who th- who that no, boyfriend was? No, 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 you don't know him. No. Oh, different school, oh, okay. different school. Not ah, that person. Because there Watch was another mouth. one. There was another one who you were with, which I find quite funny. Where, where, <laughs> what was the attraction there? I just want to know. I just want to know, know like what attraction was there. It's just I don't know, but what I will tell you is I was absolutely mortified. It was in year one. <laughs> he was my boyfriend. I just think I wanted a boyfriend. Like I was a bit in primary school. I was a slag mate. Anyway, um, <laughs> you can't say that. No, I was as a primary school kid. No, I was a slag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was never single really in primary school but I remember in the cloakroom that person looking at me going can we have a smooch and I was I was horrified That's, that that gave me the ick can we have a smooch I wow. got the ick instantly I thought A I didn't want to kiss boys I was like no and then secondly I was like a smooch get out of here now I was horrified it's even worse that I can imagine your primary school year one self saying that <laughs> I was just I was mortified I was like no but yeah my boyfriend for like one and a half year we used to we used to go on dates and everything wow Wow. I was in year six and like the end of year five and then we broke up before because we went to different schools at high schools oh, and um, I dumped him over text I was such a bitch oh and then about two years later someone from the primary school because I, I didn't go to I moved primary school a lot let's not talk about it but the primary school that I left again commitment issues <laughs> The primary school that I left, no one from year six, no one from my year six class went to our high school. All the people I knew from primary school was because I used to go to primary school in this area. And then I was talking to someone from her school and was like, oh my God, we're going to have to like meet up again soon. Like it's been ages. And I was like, oh my God, definitely. Never happened, by the way. Questions. (laughs) That person mentioned to me that the boyfriend that I had still actually was devastated over it. Oh, But I fucking remember, right? So obviously- Heartbreaker here. Like- Womanize it, no, <laughs> meninize it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we broke up over text, obviously. And then, so I had a Blackberry Blackberry Curve 9320 because I was trendy. Um, oh, yes. I never had that. I was in maths, and this one maths teacher, uh, you all know exactly what I'm on about, curly hair, was a bitch. Ah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Um, I received a text from this person, right, and he was fucking horrible on it. And I remember opening it and being like, the fuck, I broke up with you like seven weeks ago, mate, have a day off. And I was reading it and she fucking took my phone off me and confiscated it the other day. I remember just thinking, you fucking prick, got me phone took off me and all. Oh, no, no, I can't say that. <laughs> I was going to go mad. You can't. I was, and then I remember leaving this, like leaving school, I collected my phone and leaving it. And I had loads of voicemails off me. I was like, fucking hell, we like 12, well, we like 11, have a day off me. It's not a full relationship. A bit obsessive. <laughs> it's early signs. Absolutely mental because he, he didn't have me on Facebook for years. And then like about a year ago, two years ago, he added me on Facebook and I was like, oh, okay. But maybe the feelings are still there. He's got a girlfriend. I think they're very much not. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I still think that the feelings are just deep in there. <laughs> I was absolutely mortified. If you were to say, you know, let's just get together again. No. He'd get straight on that. 
people don't I have quite young parents like my mum and dad were like 2021 20, when I was like born so like whatever he at his parents had him when he was a lot older and you know like they had an older son as well but you know like parents kind of the people that give you the ick like his parents like we go to like the park together and like they come like that went on days out with him and then they'd be like we went and sat in the garden one day I remember this so clearly and we just went in the garden and I think they thought that like, we were like gonna full on have a snog and I was a bit like they were like making it did weird and I was like you're giving me the ick like on a big one you're giving me the ick because <laughs> like when when he came like, he used to come to my house and everything like he came to, like oh a, interesting he, he came for like a barbecue once like not long after Harry I'm was a Barbie. born obviously my door had to be open I mean I don't know what we were 11 we were 10 we were 10 i don't know what anyone thought was going on but i'd actually be like it's around my bed like no one was bothered do you know what i mean in my house like no one was bothered it is a very relaxed household it was like well no they were bothered like he was never gonna stay over and like i, I mean we were 10 anyway you thought what was going on i don't know because i was <laughs> yeah. 10 but anyway like the door exactly. had to be open and stuff but these parents just gave me the ick so many times like i was just like can your parents just leave me alone like if they, <laughs> if they look at me like that again I will like I will cry here and here and now because it is mortifying. The thing is, right? I've got like a situation though where like a lot of the people I have dated are now actually not straight. <laughs> it's, it's trend. No, there's like there's like, there's, like a, there's, there's a good few. I think there's like three. That is high. That is high. Yeah. So I think my gay dad's a bit broke. <laughs> <laughs> A bit. Yeah, I think uh, you might you might need to you just might need to double check next time. Might just have to like the first question when I go on a date is, are you gay? Is there any gay tendencies? I just need to know <laughs> <laughs> because I've kind of got a streak going on at the minute, and I don't know whether to continue it or. It's a massive yeah. joke that everyone I date turns gay, so I can't be humiliated once again. <laughs> not again, please, not again. Oh, oh no, please. I think there's like four. I think there's four. Four. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. But anyway, I think it's now time to move on to In What World? In This World. In this segment, we discuss something interesting going on around us in the world. And this week, the UK government has spent more than £163,000 on union flags in two years. So, because of the whole like COVID situation, everything's had, had to be through Zoom. And the reason why they spent this much money on union flags is because apparently there's nothing more patriotic than having the flag of the UK in the background as you're doing a Zoom call. And because of that, it's resulted in £163,000 worth spent in the past two years. I hate to go there, but once again, child poverty. What the fuck? also right this is another yep. not i don't um i don't know if i talk about this the whole patriotism like pa- patriotism patriotism i don't i fucking can't speak that whole thing <laughs> i don't get it i don't get it i've never understood pa- being patriotic i don't get it what I, like you just you're like i'm no offense the fact that you're all here is by chance that is a fact that we are all here right by yes. complete chance also maybe i mean lee at work says i think too much maybe this is me thinking too much but we are 41 episodes in i think the listeners know very well <laughs> <laughs> realistically all this is made up the whole idea of patriotism is made up you are just a bunch of cells on a bit of land during the pandemic like we came up with something that helped someone to do the pandemic and went does that just make you feel proud though that we found oh i think it was doing the vaccine does that just make you proud and i was like what that someone's done the job yeah well done <laughs> yeah well done <laughs> what do they want about like no it doesn't like i just think well done for doing your job great i'm happy no yeah like England, like the, the Olympics going on now, I could not give two shits. I mean, like, well done to the person who's done it. I'm really proud of you, but it doesn't make me feel great to be British or people from the UK. The Euros, everyone's like, oh, it makes you proud to be. I, I don't actually know. I've been there, done that, got the so t shirt. So, actually, why does one little thing? No, n- none of it does. 
obviously I am not a person of colour, I am actually a white British female, not that interesting actually, where is the flavour, you know, I am, you know, very privileged, very, you know, whatever. However, I the did The spice is getting drunk at the weekend. <laughs> I That's how you flavour it. see a tweet on Twitter around the Euros and it was saying like, people have this flag up like, and it was a person of colour. They were like, actually does kind of shit me up because you just know that you're going to be told to go home. Which is so clapped. That entire comment pisses me off because they were born in this country. Shut the fuck up. So no, exactly. actually. It's no surprise, actually, the politicians in this country when you've got fucking Pretty Patel who would deport her own family to be liked by white people. It's like, let's get a union jack up. Let's get a union jack up. Fuck off. Yeah, some of Pretty Patel's policies, it's like, you do know that the struggles that these people have gone through have made you the secretary, the home secretary. I'm sorry, I... I stand um, with Benedict Cumberbatch. You know when like, people come over to like, this country and they literally will put their children, their babies on a fucking rubber dinghy and go through an entire fucking channel? I think that proves just how fucking bad it actually is. No one would do that if their country was okay, you know? Yeah. Also, again, I've said it before, people who say like, oh, they come over and they just live how they want. Yeah, yeah, because we, we are a multicultural country. We did that when we decided to go and own countries. Also, another point I have to make that really stresses me out is... A lot of the thing that people have problems with with immigration is actually rules set by the government. That's what pisses me off. Like, you know, a lot of people will claim like, oh, these people come over here and the um, th- like some of them are terrorists, right? And actually, every terrorist that's gone on in this country has actually been being on the watch list by the police. So actually, we already knew about them. They were being watched. You can't tell what's going to happen. But, you know, it's something that the government are doing. You know, oh, they, they come over and they get benefits again. That's the government. It's not us. So actually, the problem lies with higher power, not the people who are just trying to live a life. Suck on that. Also, back when was it? um, We were in high school and there was like a whole crisis and like loads of people were immigrating over here and to other countries. And everyone was like, oh, they're coming over here and they're taking our jobs. Firstly, big fat mark. I don't see you cleaning toilets for minimum wage. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not, they're not taking our jobs, are they? Yep. And even some of them as well who are higher skills. Come over here and doctor, don't see you with your degree. Yeah. So yeah, I don't see you with a medical up. degree, mate. But, like, my original point was, actually, at that point, we took in the least amount of immigrants, which is fucking disgusting. Yeah, I think Germany took in the most. most. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Coming over here, taking the jobs. Yeah, all right. And what? <laughs> if you really wanted the job. And the one big thing that pisses me off as well is, I know every single British person, if they could, would would Im, like emigrate to another country. So you are an immigrant if you do that. You would happily exactly, all yep. go and live in Spain. You would all happily go and live in Australia. You're an immigrant. Oh, it's coming over, standards. going over there and taking their jobs, are you? Oh, yeah, funny that. Oh, but it's okay because you're white. Fuck off. I want to reiterate that there is only one race, and that is the, the human, human race. race. Yeah, the human race. I am all passionate. There. I'm very passionate about just just let people live. Like I don't get it. Yeah. Like you don't own this land. I think it's fucking ridiculous to associate a country with a color when originally, anyway, we all come from Africa. Like we all come, you know, we'd all have been. Yeah, we all came from one place and then sprawled outwards. Also, like another thing that does piss me off, and I have had this conversation with people in the past, is um, you cannot lie and sit here and say that people of color have not had a hard life because they have. Um, if you go through history. Also, another thing you have problems with, Boris, and I want you to fucking address it. I don't, I mean, what do you expect when the fucking man in power literally called women who wear burkas letterboxes shut the fuck up? <laughs> so, like, oh, fuck how, off. How are these people in power? I'd, like, how? all these, all through lockdown, you had all these marches going on and the two yep. that literally caused up a fucking riot with the police were Black Lives Matter and then the one for, oh my God, what's her name? The woman who was murdered by the police, you know, like, on the way home. Do you know what I'm on about? Did 
message here about yeah, it. I know, yeah, I know. I know yeah. Right, well, it was all over Twitter and everything. Yeah, those are the only two. The football hooligans can go and, you know, kick off and cause a scene and whatever else. But no, when a peaceful protest or even a memorial goes on, it turns violent by the police. Shut oh the anger me. I hate the it. Anger my soul. And I yeah. think what people don't realise because not to be horrible, people I think people who are racist don't actually have the understanding of why racism's a thing. It's to benefit someone somewhere. And even taking race out of it, the idea of having any sort of inequality such as economic inequality, like you've got middle class, upper class, lower class, the idea of having them it benefits someone somewhere. I don't think people realise that. Like, if we all got on and everyone was just living a nice life, no one's making a profit and governments yeah. don't want that. So they want, they kind of want it. Racism isn't inherited. It is taught. It really is taught. I don't understand. And also, I hate people who are like, I don't see colour. That is not the aim. You should be able to look at someone and think, oh yeah, I can exactly, see you're yeah. a person of colour and I know what your heritage has been through. You should be able to appreciate it but like not have an issue with it. The problem with England that really stresses me out is... Like, people are like, oh, we're not racist, we're not a racist country. Fair enough, you're not seeing someone walking down the street in a fucking white bedsheet, do you know what I mean, lynching black people. You're not seeing that. No, but what this country works on is a lot of microaggressions, which sometimes can be worse. Um, And I think someone who's lived in both America and England has said, like, you know, I'd much rather live in America in some respects, because if you see those people who are racist, they're very loud about it, and you know to avoid them. Where in this yeah. country, it's very much, it's things you can't change, like certain hairstyles being deemed unprofessional, but that that's what protects their hair. If if you have a name that doesn't sound very British, you're like less likely to get a job. There are microaggressions or even, um, well, the Brixton riots happened years ago, but stuff like that, like people who are of colour are more likely to get stopped and searched than someone who's white. Like that yep. shit is, that that's microaggressions. I don't think people realise that that's a problem. Also, even in TV shows such as Love Island this year, what they've had like, I've not watched it this year, but in the original cast, like what, two black people. So they're your token black people, yeah? Or saying certain roles shouldn't be played by someone of colour because originally they were a white person yes because back in the day everything was whitewashed it's fine cinderella can be black calm down let's not cry is all of that they're microaggressions and it fucking annoys me that people can't see it one thing that i must say though is obviously i have my issues with millennials and gen zers however i do like in the sense that they are quite progressive it's like they are starting to acknowledge these types of situations and these issues and the other thing like forgetting racism like even in um the idea of gender identity like i don't think that's progressive at all like what i don't understand is people really still like take the piss out of people who are trans and whatever else i don't get that me why can you not just be a nice person like forget your opinions on that situation you can't have an opinion on it if you don't feel that's you know I don't understand that I am very much a cis white woman I identify with my gender you know I, I have no issue with who I am but imagine waking up a day and you're say what are you you genuinely have that thought in your head or that you know you genuinely I believe it's a real thing. Imagine that and then someone's telling you that's not right. I just don't get it. If someone turns around and says, I would like to be known as he, she, they, them, whatever, how can you not address them in that way? Surely, forgetting your opinion, like that's just being a nice person. Like for me, I've changed my surname. So I went from my old surname to my new surname. That was never a problem. That was just, okay, now that's Tegan's preference. Well, I mean, it is yeah. legal now, but like that's Tegan's preference. You know what I mean, there was never an issue with that. But if I came out and said I wanted to be known as he, him, you're judged quite badly. We're progressing, but there's still 
a long way to go. I just, don't, yeah, I just don't get it. I think if you look at every problem we have, just be a nice person. Just shut up and fucking live your life how you want. How someone else lives their life isn't your problem. We don't have the choice to exist. We didn't choose where to grow up or like where we were born. So you might as well just leave people to their own devices. Let them do what they want to do. Unless, obviously, it is hurting someone. <laughs> but anyway... I think it's now time to move on to In this section, it's basically a deep thought I have found, thought about throughout the week, that basically just sends me an existential crisis and blows my mind. Woo! Um, however, we are changing it because basically I find it three seconds before. I'm... Oh, yes. It's got to the point now where Tegan will not have a deep thought before she comes onto the podcast, but she will have a deep thought during the deep in it section. So, I don't know if this is a deep thought realistically. Well, if it's not, we've basically just had a deep thought in the uh, in yeah. what world section. So, but I guess we could leave it. Do you know what? I can turn this into a few things, but do you ever have like situation in your mind where it's like, you know you shouldn't do it, but you want to do it, like, say, touching an electric fence? Yeah, right. I'm not a psychopath. But have you ever like been? Or have you ever stood at like a train station, for example, and someone's standing like quite close to the edge, and you just think I could push them, but yes. I'm not going to because obviously that would be really bad. But yeah. I could. But like, why does your mind do that? That's fucked. That's that's, that's so fucked. Like this is like months ago now. I was just sat next to my mum, and I just had this urge, my phone, just to throw it right right into her neck, just because I feel like it would feel really <laughs> good, not to hurt my mum, just because it would like. Because the way the phone shaped, it would just fit nicely in your neck. And I just thought it would be funny. And then I picked, <laughs> up, I picked up a mug to take it downstairs for her. Uh, and I just had yeah. this urge to just smash it off the door. like, And I knew it would be wrong. And I knew it would break. I knew exactly what would happen. But do you know you just, I just get that feeling that I want to do it. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to do it. I'm, if you leave me here. And then sometimes I have to say it out loud. Because if I don't, I will do it. <laughs> I have to be like, I, re- okay, I, I, so that's is- moment, I really want to smash this mug off the door now. And I know I shouldn't. I'm not going to. But I just have to say it because if i'm not i will do it that is slightly psychopathic i am getting severe deja vu though i swear we've spoken about this before on a previous podcast episode oh fuck i'm getting to the point where there's when is when have i answered when have i questioned all the deep thoughts that is the real i don't know See, i thought. don't think it was a deep thought last time it was just you know oh, possibly within the main but like what general i just want to understand thing. like why why i don't know either it's, i think it you know what this could be related to you know how people think that this is a simulation of some sort yeah that could be like an, a, a command that somebody's really, inputted but then cancelled. i really do think life simulation like i'm waiting for i don't know i'm waiting i'm waiting till i die you're waiting to be disconnected from the server yeah <laughs> so badly as well like i just it's gonna be the Gemma collins quote really just stands out with me it's gonna be a long slog for me this life it's just gonna be a long slog for me that was so my a good only 20 like, that series of celebrity big brother was so good i can't even talk about how good that series was the i amount- never watched it oh no so you had megan mckenna who was going in there she was fucking ape shit she was like i am hungry she is and she was going mad <laughs> in the diary that would be she me went to be honest mental i mean like she was going 
savage and when she came out she was like I don't even remember behaving like this she was like that's another level then you had Gemma Collins who all the way through it was iconic and you had her argument with I can't remember what his name is is it Jonathan or something like that no you had the Kim Kardashians mate Jonathan he was in there who him and Gemma became friends they're still friends oh nice you had this other guy in who's from EastEnders but him and Gemma had such beef and it's where the quote comes from she went like keep looking at me honey and then he's like I'm not looking at you and then she's like you're obsessed with me and I love it that iconic (laughs) quote is just in there then you had the Stephanie and Jeremy McConnell thing that was going on that was another drama Gemma just fucking being an absolute legend and then you had the icon the moment the movement that is Tiffany Pollard she was so good oh yes they were made in type she's never told her they were for a beautiful woman lied to her several times she's so good her I just love it the last I'm a the last I'm a celebrity that I watched wasn't I'm a celebrity it's Big Brother mate (laughs) oh Big (laughs) Brother Why was I thinking you were talking about I'm a Celeb? She did oh, do I'm a Celeb general, but she only lasted like a day, I think, didn't she? She like Oh, yeah, but the last Big Brother that I watched was actually not a celebrity one, but a normal one, because they used to do normal Big Brother. Yeah, oh, no, Big Brother was good. There was a guy in there who my sisters used to say that I was him. <laughs> so I was hoping that he would win. I can't remember if he did or not, but yeah, that was oh, the last time I watched was Big Brother. normal Big Brother? Who? Jack Mate. Oh, yes, but it wasn't... It wasn't a proper Big Brother, was it? It was a test show. Oh, was it? <laughs> oh. He went in there, like, you know, going full in and everything, but it was just, they were testing the show for the real people who were coming in. Oh, fuck's sake. That's devil with me, that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I imagine how devastating that would be. Jack you think you got on the show. A, he's, he's a fucking laughing. Oh, he is. I haven't watched any of his videos in ages. No, neither have I, but he's a ledge. Too. The first video that I watched of him, and I think I can speak for a lot of people as well, but the first one was when he absolutely slated <laughs> Zoella <laughs> calendar. calendar. Do you know what she did? I love Zoe, but that did deserve slating. It really did. A lot did. of the stuff did. A lot of the merch did, including the ghost written book. Which she claimed she wrote herself, if I remember correctly. I have all three of them books, so watch your mouth. <laughs> actually, Girl Online was actually a really good book back in the day. Uno reverse card. She owned that one was only ghostwritten, I think, then she got slandered and then the other two she co wrote and then now she's got a new book series out. But this time like it is it is listed, both people are listed on the cover. See, if you're gonna ghostwrite something, I would prefer that they said, Oh, I've ghostwritten it. I'd respect them more than if they hadn't said that, Oh, I've I've d- I've done this myself and not mentioned the fact that. Like, Talk about the written. fact that Zoella was actually um in a GCSE question this last year or this year. Really? Yeah, and she actually got taken out of it by AQA because on her so now she's not known as Zoella now. She's Zoe Sugg, and then like her brand is Zoella. Um, she's yeah. like separated the two, which I think's fair. She's not Zoella anymore. She's not like that seven year old. Well, do you know what, early twenty year old? Do you know what I mean? She's a grown woman. Yep. Anyway, on the blog post, which a lot of people contribute to, um, they spoke about like sexual health in women and vibrators and AQA decided that was not appropriate which Zoella absolutely fucking clapped back as she deserves and she was like if you actually knew who I was like if you actually understood that Zoella's a brand and I'm not Zoella like it is separate things now and also then she was like and also what's wrong with talking about female sexual health a lot of girls do it and it is fine just as a lot of men do it and it is fine it is what it is shut the fuck up exactly she she didn't even know that she was in a question or anything and she was like what the fuck but I love the fact that for the first time if ever she stood up for herself although I am sitting here a bit worried because have you ever noticed here's a deep thought for everyone two very pretty people always make ugly babies and two very ugly people always make pretty babies i don't get it 
Honestly, it's a I don't fact. Get it. So actually, Zoe and Alfie are actually quite good-looking people. So that baby, I'm actually worried for because it is going to get rinsed if it's ugly. It's like not by me, but by like the internet's horrible. It will get rinsed. Yeah. So I am hoping it's it's not ugly. It's not. Yeah, it's not really the nicest thing. Imagine hating on a baby. Stop it. <laughs> Who's got beef with a three-month-old? <laughs> come come talk to me. I want to know why. Who has the actual chest to go on the internet and actually type it out and then post it? Who has that much energy? That's so Just negative. That's... People who want attention, people. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure we spoke about this before, but even like people who just have negative vibes on other things and then they're just like, I don't know how to explain it, but like they don't like a TV show, so they have to write like a massive paragraph about how shit it is. Just say you don't like it and move on, or don't even comment on it. Oh, that links back to do you know when people post reviews about a toaster? What is the point? No, but I love reading them reviews to make me laugh. On Tesco, people have actually reviewed milk. And that just <laughs> makes me laugh because what can you say about milk? Do you know what I mean? Well, what did people say? Well, I don't know now. I can't remember. My other favourite one oh. is um, Amazon sells coffins. You should have milked it. Amazon sells coffins. <laughs> and I really love some of the reviews of them because oh, like Oh, yes. My favourite one was there was like a one with a pool table on top of it. And then like um, someone commented saying, don't think my nan enjoyed the game of pool above her, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, the cardboard, there was a cardboard one, and then someone put um, like grand or grand escape the grave. Um, <laughs> they they no, really make me laugh. Like it's probably just taking the piss, and it just proper makes me laugh. Honestly, that, uh, those reviews I understand then. But you know when they do like really serious. This toaster did not satisfy me because it did not toast the toast at a relatively warm temperature. I am disappointed. Yeah, no, I one star. Have a day off. That is the one. Fe- that's the handful of times I wish the insect didn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, there's also a lot of other reasons as well. Yeah. I said handful, but I mean, you know, bucket. <laughs> yeah. Maybe larger than the bucket as well. Great. Yes. Just a very large amount. But yeah, anyway, I think it's now time to wrap it up for this week. Same. I need a wait. So, <laughs> buy one then. So <laughs> okay. Anyway, if you enjoyed what we had to say, then you can also support us on Patreon, Patreon for as little as a pound. Or a dollar. Or $1.42. Okay, do you want to do the entire outro then? No, because I don't fucking know any of it. <laughs> I barely do my own intro, alright? Yeah, flashback to when you tried the the podcast intro a few episodes ago. Well, that was peak. But anyway, yeah, so if you enjoyed our content, you can also support us with Patreon. You'll get access to exclusive content and also early access as well. If you want to follow Tegan, you can do where? On Twitter at BasicLYSlick. Yep, and if you want to follow me, you can do on Twitter at BogusPlague. And I'm also streaming. <laughs> yep, thank you everybody for listening. And we will see you all next week. Good. Do you know what I've realised? Um, what have you realised? That now Elaine's listening to the podcast, that means she hears my Twitter announced every week. Um, and if she, <laughs> sure, re- sure. she can go on my Twitter, which actually I'm not bothered about, but then she is going to see the fact that I am a casualty stan. And honestly, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna raise some questions.